Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Joined now by Eli Hoff, who covers Mizzou for the Post-Dispatch. If you have any questions for Eli, you can text him at 314 436 7900. Eli, we appreciate you joining us tonight. Of course, of course. Always happy to be on. Well, obviously, this has not been the uh, storybook follow up to Dennis Gates's storybook first season on the hardwood in Columbia. 25 wins last year, including one in the NCAA tournament. This season, a different story at 8 and 15, now 0 and 10 in the SEC. As bad a conference start as Missouri has ever had. A few losses away. I think 13 is the program record losing streak. So that would be just Mississippi State this weekend and Ole Miss and Tennessee away from tying that. Uh, How low do you think morale has sunk in Columbia? Yeah, well, it's it's been a a challenging season to say the least. Uh, And and you you start to just look at these numbers, (laughs) including the ones you rattled off there. And, and it's just it it it's hard to put positive spin on on this season because any sort of positive spin on the program right now is just looking at next year of this incoming freshman class and what the current crop of freshmen and Tamar Bates, Tamar Bates will be able to do next year. So it, it's a it's a pretty bleak picture. But the, the one thing you you can say about this team, it, the morale doesn't seem to to have them down when they're coming into games. The effort is still there, and it maybe leads to more disappointment in the aftermath for on on their part. But. Uh, but, yeah, a really rough follow-up season to a really remarkable first season for Coach Gates. We talked to Stu Durando in the last hour, your colleague uh, who covers the Billikens for the Post-Dispatch. And, and of course, the conversation around SLU basketball is all about job security of Travis Ford because SLU is having its worst season in a long time in year eight under Travis Ford. Mizzou is having maybe its worst, certainly its worst season since the Kim Anderson era and maybe one that could end up being worse. Kim Anderson won at least two games in the SEC in uh, each of his seasons, but the conversation is really not the same uh, in part for what you just talked about because of the incoming freshman class next year. And also because I think from last year alone, Dennis Gates put more than enough equity into the bank that this is a fan base that at least from what I've seen is not remotely turning on him. No, I, I think you're, you're right on there. Obviously uh, not a good year for uh, for college basketball in Missouri in, in oh, general, as, as, as Stu has observed. Uh, more often than I think most people should as well. Uh, but when you when you look at what Coach Gates did last year and this year, the big picture of it, if if when he was hired, you said Mizzou would have one season where it struggles to get a win in SEC play and one season where it makes the NCAA tournament, I think most people would say that's you know maybe sub awesome but okay for a for a new coach in the yeah. SEC. You would have just assumed it would have been the other way around, right? And that this season would be the tournament appearance. So uh, it, it's not necessarily that concerning the big picture. The recruiting class certainly helps. 
the way he's able to get locker room buy-in certainly helps. And the, the fact that some of this season, probably not all, but some can be attributed to injuries, I think also helps. So uh, no, no concerns over his job security at all. Now, if we're having the same conversation next year at this time, it's a different conversation at that point. Uh, but, but for now, certainly he's, uh, he's still got a, a good amount of leeway. He also has always just, and I don't know him well or anything, but he's always just struck me as somebody who is so calm and and so even keel and yet projects such an aura of confidence. It, it seems, if you just watch his demeanor and his body language, almost impossible to imagine he could fail at anything. No, it is, and it's, it's interesting covering him and, and talking to him more and more as the season goes on, uh, just that that demeanor he tends to not really and I, I don't think it's a character but i i'd say you know he doesn't tend to break character very often in terms of he always is kind of has that that calm confidence and that optimism but uh but after that loss to uh to arkansas a little over a week ago it, he he broke away from that a little bit when he was talking to reporters after the game he he apologized for the for the for the performance which was not something i'd, I'd seen him do before and and he was he was pretty upfront in saying that the team wasn't meeting expectations with, with what it was doing uh, at that moment in time. So he's, he's become a little bit more candid and maybe realistic about what's going on right now as this season's gone on. But still, he's someone who he's, he's finding a way to get buy-in from these players, and he, he certainly hasn't lost the locker room by any means. So I think that confidence is still translating to something within his team. Uh, it just maybe isn't translating to, to wins right now. Eli Hoff of the Post-Dispatch is with us talking Missouri men's basketball on our Quiver River Electric guest line here on Gray Bar Sports Open Line on a Friday evening. Uh, let's go to the text line where we have uh, a couple of folks uh, weighing in from the 850, uh, or rather, uh, I should say from the 636. Any concern about losing uh, some of these recruits for next year based upon what is happening this year? Uh, no, no concerns at all right now. They have all signed their letters of intent, so they are locked in to coming to the University of Missouri. Uh, they could, if it came to it, they could ask to be released, but it would be up to the university to release them from their commitments. Uh, they haven't asked. There's been no discussions of that. So as of right now, everyone's locked in. It, it seems to me that the pitch to them right now is, is hey, <laughs> look at this team. We could use you. And that they're going to be able to come in and, and maybe compete for roles even a little bit quicker than expected next year. So no concerns with, with losing that incoming class right now. It's a good point that in any sport, there's always sort of a, a good and bad to whether the team from a recruit standpoint, if the team's doing really well, great to join a great team, but might be hard to break into the rotation. And in this case, the flip side, that there should be uh, minutes and roles up for grabs. Uh, if you have questions for Eli, you can text him at 314-436-7900. That's 314-436-7900. Uh, again, speaking about optimism for next year, which a, a lot of that does re- revolve around the incoming freshman class, which will be the biggest and the best, certainly that Dennis Gates has had so far at Missouri. Is there anybody, you mentioned Tamar Bates already, whether it's delving in more on him or, or looking at anybody else, is there anybody you've seen this year, anything you've seen this year that you are optimistic could carry over and, and lead to more success for the Tigers next season and beyond? Yeah, well, I think Tamar Bates is, is the obvious answer to that. Just you've seen what he's been able to do this year, slotting in pretty quickly here and, and seeing an increased role from what he did at Indiana. He's, he's not used to, to having this kind of role on a team and being. Uh, right now, he's, he's probably the second leading scorer, but next year certainly he'll go in as, as option A when it comes to the offense. So I, I think building around him again next year and giving him another year in this system will be very important. Uh, I think it'll be an interesting offseason for Aiden Shaw, and if he if he were to decide to enter the portal, if he decides to come back and just what his future looks like. And then obviously for this current crop of freshmen right now, 
they'll, they'll continue getting more and more minutes down the stretch here, I'd imagine. And so seeing what a, a leap looks like from year one to year two for them, that's another year in the strength and conditioning program and the nutrition program, you know, getting, getting up to those kind of college basketball level bodies that these guys who are, who are 22 and 23 have had for a couple of years. That'll all be very important, just sort of seeing how that player development process plays out. Mississippi State, the matchup tomorrow at home, 7.30 tip-off for Missouri, hosting the Bulldogs. That's on SEC Network. That is uh, the eighth-to-last game of the regular season for Mizzou. So eight SEC games go uh, still left to go. Let's put you on the spot here, Eli. Mizzou is 0-10 in the SEC. They have eight regular season games left. Will the Tigers – how many do you think the Tigers win the rest of the way over under, let's say, two-and-a-half of the final eight games? I think it's tough because you look at the analytics models and they'll project two wins, but Mizzou's the underdog in every game from here on out. Mm-hmm. So I think two wins is the benchmark that if they get over that, you know, then they've beat the odds, I guess you could say. I think I'm looking at the trip down to Arkansas as another potential win, facing that team another time. Maybe Mizzou's a little bit fired up. Uh, with just the motivation that comes from from having gotten beat pretty bad on your own court, you you think that maybe gives them a, a little fire when they go down to Fayetteville, uh, and then and then that game at home against Ole Miss in early March, it's the rally for Ryan game in which Mizzou always tends to perform well in that game. Uh, I think there'll be a good crowd there. It's a little bit later in the season, and so depending where Ole Miss is at, maybe they're coasting at that point. I, I think that's another one that Mizzou could could steal. So I, I think those two are winnable. But the the bigger picture here too is is. You know, avoiding having the donut in the record books and, oh, yeah. and going winless is obviously a big deal. But, you know, is two wins much better than one? Is three much better than two? I don't know at that point. A bad season is a bad season. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.